Okay. Uh. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, I'll stop screen sharing. All right. <laughs> I guess we'll just begin. Uh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this show is not what I thought it was. All right, I'm going to do a theme song, and then we'll start talking. The following program contains scenes of violence, nudity, and mature subject matter. Parental discretion is advised. Mm. Perversions of science. <laughs> Tales from the Crypt Keeper. I'm going to have to crank that up and post. Good God. It's the same volume. Why was it so quiet? Anyway, I'm Phoenix West. (laughs) And I'm joined by... I am E. Temple Cooey, and it's a place to be reviews. Thanks for joining me. Uh, I don't don't know what the fuck we just watched. I'm still... (laughs) Oh, um... Like, I think we, it was kind of, like you said, it was like the Sandlot mixed in with like, I, I don't know, it was like a, a, a Sandlot and Goosebumps maybe. Yeah, it was uh, Tales from the Crypt episode 309, Undertaking Pallor, P-A-L-O-R, not Parlor, Pallor, which I looked into it and it kind of has the same meaning, meaning like, you know, just like a room where people meet, you know? Mm. Yeah, because I had no idea what that means. I, I don't know the fuck that. Do they have a typo in that? I looked like several times because I, th- I assumed it was a typo. Like I fucked yeah. it up when I wrote it down on the card because I drew this out of the hopper from last week. Yeah. This little card right here. And I assumed I wrote it wrong when I looked into it. I'm like, nope, right. I wrote it right. <laughs> this is nonsense. I don't know what the fuck. This is, this is the official. <laughs> that's, I, that's an odd title. It was an odd episode, though, honestly. It was... Um... Oh God! I don't really even know how to properly quantify that. Is it, was that like a precursor to Stranger Things? I don't know. <laughs> it was definitely shorter. I, I prefer Stranger Things to be this long. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Stranger Things, honestly. But this is—I uh, I know it's like about you know like kids and supernatural and stuff like that. Like these guys were just like—I don't know—they they didn't really develop. I mean, how much can you possibly develop a character in a, you know like a twenty-five minute episode? But they were just you know pretty much just like your regular just archetype characters and just, yeah, just, this is the plot. This is the, how we move it along. And then we're at the end. That's, that's, that's how it was, you know, these episodes are set up. Well, this one in particular, really. Yeah. This one, at least this one had like a through narrative and it had a structure to it. The last episode we did Corbin's calamity had, Mm -hmm. it seemed like the main character actively didn't want to be involved with the episode. Oof. Or I shouldn't even say actively. I almost want to say passively. It wasn't like, I don't want to be part of the story. Don't involve mm-hmm. me, but he's reluctant, you know? Yeah. He seemed like, oh, you guys are doing an episode around me? Okay. I'm going to keep trying. Oh, oh there's more there's shit happening around me? Okay. It, it, it seemed like he had nothing to do with the main plot. But this, at least this one, the kids were the driving force, and that was the point of the episode. At least there was something to follow. Yeah. Yeah. And they were they were definitely funny. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Norm. I mean, Norm is obviously going to get uh, you know, early onset diabetes by the time he's probably, you know, hits puberty fully. I think he lost uh, a foot by the time the credit stopped. They, they removed some, <laughs> some body part. 
They might as well. They're already in the mortuary. They probably just cut a foot off. Hey, guys, while we're here. Yeah, hey, look, it's going to happen anyway. You know, then you have your, uh, you know, the the Asian kid, uh, Quan, whose dad, you know, got got off and... That was like your main your main part of the plot right there was his dad died. Yeah, short so, runs dad dies, and then <laughs> data. And then like we have data. we have me as a child. <laughs> Little Phoenix was in there. Yeah, the kid with the the backward red hat, and I'm wearing a frontward red hat right now. And yeah, probably wasn't far off, honestly. Um, and then the other kid that was a '50s greaser, because so far both episodes take place in 1950-80. What is going on with this show? He was like Negan. He was like he was like a little Negan. He had a it's like his leather jacket from when he was like four, and he just does hasn't thrown it away or or you know traded up a size. He yeah. just kept it because it goes like maybe to his bottom rib, and it's just <laughs> no. like this weird, ah, gross. It was it was way too freaking small for him. Yeah, this this episode's from July twenty fourth, nineteen ninety one. I just looked it up. Nice. It's very 90s. Um, oh, yeah. I, the whole point of the episode, um, they're, four kids are supposed to be making horror movies. They didn't really focus on that, to be honest. Um, in the beginning, the very beginning, yeah. that was it. The very beginning, they're all leaving the movie theater. Um, it looks like they're at, uh, what the fuck is it? Um, Le- Lethal Weapon 2, I believe, because uh, Richard Donner's a producer. And then they go out in an alleyway that's clearly a set. And then they they scared the fat kid, and I'm amazed he didn't have a massive coronary right there, and just dropped dead. <laughs> and then uh, they, for some reason, they just run around, and they they're like, "Hey, here's a good idea. Let's hop in the middle of a fucking mortuary. Let's just go down there and play around, see what happens. Like anything good has ever happened with that setup." Yeah, it's because they're horror movie kids. I, did they explain it? I don't. I don't think they did really. That was just yeah. They ended up down there, and oh. Hey, let's go. Hey, y'all want to see a dead body? It was like, yeah. that's what it was. It was white boys in the hood. I was gonna say white. Uh, stand by me. Stand by. <laughs> it felt more like that, especially that one yeah. kid. The fifties greaser is clearly River Phoenix. Oh yeah. And we got a well, Jerry O'Connell. With Jerry the, O'Connell eating the popcorn kernels out of the bag. <laughs> let's got... see. Uh, who was? Uh, which one was? Um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Corey Feldman would be oh, um, probably the backward hat kid. He'd have to yep. be. And the other guy's Asian because he's the one minority in the group. So he's the <laughs> yeah. black dude. Yep. There we go. There we go. And they, because honestly, it was one step short of them just going, of the episode just going, we need a reason for them to get in the mortuary. And they're like walking around. They might as well, one step lazier would have been just cut to them in the mortuary. Yeah. Like we're here now because the story needs us here. Because they just, just hop in the window. Just don't explain it. Just, just you're in there all of a sudden. This you is are how here. It's gonna be. Yeah. yeah. Like they're like the movie the show sliders. They're just suddenly there. Yeah. They slid in there, <laughs> and they go in there, and then they see the Undertaker. I thought it was gonna be all sexual and creepy, but instead he's just like sadistic and creepy. Yep. Yeah. He likes. He he enjoyed hitting her with the hammer a little bit too much. I think. Yeah. Old, John- old, old Sebastian has some uh, severe <laughs> pent up frustrations. I think towards the lady folk. Wasn't he, didn't he keep, it was like a librarian, right? Yeah. And he's like, you were always mean to me in person, but it sounds like he had the hots for her, even though she's elderly. Mm. Yeah. Played by John Glover. And then he beats the lady in the nose with a hammer, and then he tries to make her smile. 
I think he 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 had a good uh, as good a chance of getting that corpse to smile. That's like trying to tell Brie Larson to smile. <laughs> it doesn't work. It's not going to happen. You gotta no, you I, gotta jingle some keys. <laughs> Brie, Brie over here, over here. Who is a pretty Brie? <laughs> she like, damn you, patriarchy. I'll smile when I want to. It's got no, but like seriously though, this guy had like he probably had like a little bit of what is that a uh, an edifice complex? He's going after these older women librarian types. Oh, I see. Probably okay. a little bit some mommy issues there. Yeah, a little uh, Norman Batesy. Yeah, he's yeah. got the the dummy ventriloquist dummy hair. Yeah, he just did. like Norman Bates did. So yeah, there's probably a little bit of that. You draw two lines down the side of his face. <laughs> but he looked like Charlie McCarthy. I was thinking of a uh, the guy from a. Uh, the sheriff from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Mm. <laughs> when he's having him sitting on his lap and oh my got the big rosy that. cheeks. I love that movie. Oh, yeah. That movie's so funny. That's one of my first favorite movies. <laughs> it's so I watched, bad. I watched that with my grandma when I was like probably nine. That movie's 1950s, 80s. Yep, that, that is. Definitely. That is very 50s, 80s. Like this episode had that vibe to it, at least yeah. in the beginning. It was like... Because, like you said, you got leather, you got greaser kid, then you got typical, stereotypical, like, 80s, 90s, early 90s kids, you know. It was it was a mix of everything. And, like, the pharmacy was kind of, like, that throwback feel to it, especially the old Mr. Grundy, you know. Yeah, he had a creepy vibe. The The one kid, yeah. uh, fucking the chunk of the movie, because it's very Goonies as well, yep. he swore up a storm. Yeah, the no. last episode had no swearing, no nudity. I was like, "This is on HBO." Yeah. It, it did not feel like it. This one, the you know, the there's some some violence, but it's all like you know, you don't buy it. Nah. He sticks a, a hose into a dead body, and then he gets you know, gets yep. violated the same way at the end. But that's about it, really. Yeah. Fairly tame, but they swore. At least there was something. You got some uh, dead body nudity, which if you're into that. Please stop listening to the show right now. Corpse boob. Yeah, some corpse titty. Can't beat that. <laughs> you like that side corpse boob? I hope not. That's my side corpse boob. <laughs> I almost said some of the freshest titty around, but then I realized it's the least fresh titty around. <laughs> so let me... <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it was gross. Uh, and he didn't buy it as a real corpse, so it wasn't too disgusting oh. to look at. It's clearly like made of wax and like... Oh yeah, that was that. Both yeah, both the uh, both the cadavers they showed in this were very uh, very dummy esque looking. So it was like it was comical to watch him pour like the wood chips in the second one. It's like you're just waiting for him to start throwing like kibbles and bits in there. And he put like oh we'll get there in a second. But um, I was gonna say because in the beginning while we were playing the episode live, I I was mentioning and you agreed that the crypt keeper still looks pretty good, you yes. know, for now. But then they have these corpses in here which are essentially the same thing, and they yeah. look. Clearly fake. They don't look terrible. They just no. you can tell they're they're not real. No, but the Crypt Keeper looked way better. Like I, I haven't watched an episode of this show really in it's been years and years and years. I haven't and, seen it since it aired. Yeah, I see. I, I watched I've watched a, a couple of them, you know, here and there. Um, but I mean it like it's been at least fifteen years and he looks great. Like honestly, like the yeah. puppetry on that still it looks it looks fresh, man. I, I like it. You know, it's like if they came back and they did that with him today and didn't CGI it, make it wonky, like it looks amazing the way it is now. Like you could re you could do that again, you know. Yeah. The only thing now is they would he would have to be dark 
and like yeah. he can't joke around and his he's got a backstory that matches his attitude, which is dark and sinister like fucking Zack Snyder style. I was just I was just gonna say that, dude. Get out of my head. I was gonna say it'd be like a Zack Snyder crypt keeper. God, just let him be fun and goofy. I'm fine with that. I'm mm-hmm. fine with the show being like that. Like this one yeah. wasn't amazing and it wasn't scary or funny, but it was it was entertaining enough. Yep. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't one of those episodes where you're like, oh God. It's not gonna stick with me. I'm not gonna think about it past recording time. (laughs) Once we're done here, I'm done with this episode. Yep. But the last episode I actively hated. So (laughs) that was a terrible episode. Terrible. It was was, was that bad. It was so bad. I was like, oh, this is a great episode for our first one. Like this is episode two. At least we got some quality out of it. But there's nothing in that. Um, Yeah, this this one wasn't bad. What happened? So uh, the Undertaker. Yeah. Is apparently the plan is because some guy in, in leathers or snakeskin shoes comes in and they start talking about how the pharmacy guy is giving bad prescriptions to the patients, so therefore they die and then they go to the undertaker because, like you mentioned, he has the only game in town. Yeah, and they cut the profits. Yep. But the undertaker's fucking them over. We find out later. So that's the setup. And then these kids go in. They finally start using their their setup. Which is they're gonna they want to make horror movies, so they all have these fucking air powered VHS cameras. Which I was bitching that they he would hear them across the room. So loud. I used to make movies on this in like high school, and you, you like you can't get rid of that noise. You have to. They they sneak back down there. Oh, first they went to the pharmacy, right? Yep. And the one uh, he was gonna steal a, a magazine to. I, I stole so some magazines. <laughs> to get a look, yeah, little Phoenix was stealing a magazine, so his buddies outside with the camera could get a look at the shoes of the guys that were inside, so they could pick which one it was that uh, Norm's was it Norm that was under the casket? Yeah, Norm was in the casket. Yep, I call him so Chunk. He saw, yeah, Chunk saw the saw the shoes, so one of them had snakeskin shoes. And then when little Phoenix gets caught with the magazine, finds out that it's neither of them. But then old man Grundy walks up behind him on the sidewalk, who's the owner of the pharmacy. And they find out it's him. And he asks why they're filming inside of his store when there's so many pretty girls walking by. And that girl can have been more than like 14 or 15. This guy's like seriously like 70 years old. And it's like creepy, dude. Like I was waiting for Chris Hansen to bust down and be like, why don't you have a seat? Yeah. Why don't you sit down, Mr. Grundy? So they uh, find you, out you've been here him. before, Mr. Grundy. Why do you are you a repeat offender on my show? I'm, I actually can't even air this because you've been on so many times. You're taking up the bulk of my episodes, Mr. Grundy. <laughs> I, my first flag, red flag for this guy, wasn't the shoes, it was the bow tie. Nobody has ever been at a great point in their life and had a successful life wearing a bow tie. Yeah. I don't think it's ever happened. Mm, not, I, I'll have to get back to you on that. But Bill I don't, Nye. I don't think... Bill Nye's the one example I can think of. Yeah. Who knows what skeletons that guy's hiding, though? He knows how to get rid of a body. He can, yep. That's a whole episode of his show back in the day. It didn't get, make the air, though. <laughs> that. Look, kids, you can't use one of those plastic <laughs> bathtubs. It's got to be cast iron. Yeah. Remember, remember Breaking Bad when it falls through? Yep, it'll, fall, it'll, it'll burn right through the bottom of that. Yeah. You cannot dissolve a body in a plastic tub. It's got to be cast iron. So then they go from, okay, the Asian kids, uh, part of what uh, Chunk heard was, or uh, yeah, Chunk heard that was he's going to give some bad asthma medication to someone. Ends up being uh, Data's dad. Yep. Um, and they go over there and Data does a whole speech and he starts crying and the kid can't cry uh, on command apparently. <laughs> then, no, no, he could not. 
That was kind of bad. They start doing a direct, like a testimonial where they're like, we're going to go find some proof, motherfucker. Let's fucking go. And the one kid starts, the 50s kid is like cutting them over, cutting them off. And they're going to go find proof. Uh, Cut to them delivering phony medication to Grundy and drops it on purpose. And they chose Chunk to run away. (laughs) Of all the people, they choose the one kid who can't run. Unless they had yeah, like a he, sausage on a stick that we didn't see. <laughs> what the f- what's his motivation? I just see uh, old Sebastian chasing him around. Look like an episode of Benny Hill. Just chasing, just chasing yeah. him around through the bushes and shit. And Chunk runs out of gas in like you know ten, fifteen steps. He's cashed in. But I mean, didn't he make yeah, it up the it, property line? No, Ichabod <laughs> Crane chased him there. I mean. I mean, he's got a long stride, but I mean, what's what's really what's he gonna do when he gets a hold of him? I mean, it's like getting attacked by a skeleton. Yeah, it's in public too. <laughs> yeah, he, do you so. think he spanked him? <laughs> give him a good stern talk. Well, back then you probably could just like whoop a kid. You could just whoop a kid's ass like for nothing back then, and nobody would think anything. I'd be like, yeah, hey, you're showing him. He'd probably need to learn that lesson. He dropped your medication today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just whoop the kid's ass. He needs it. Well, the dad does a 180. He was like, you hit my fucking kid. Yeah, the, he dropped my medication. You hit... Oh, really? You, why'd he drop his fucking medication? I'm going to whoop you. <laughs> I'm going to whoop you when we get home. Yeah, one of those. I'll let him whoop your ass here, and I'll whoop you when we get home. You learn Two lessons today. In effect, come on over, Grundy. Let's, <laughs> let's take care of this. Let's tag team this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Curb stomp That's him. That's going to leave a mark. <laughs> yeah. We'll be on Dr. Phil in 25 years from this. They... What happens next? Oh, they sneak into the basement again. The Asian kid thinks it's a great idea to... There's, a, there's a, one of those basement windows, those little tiny ones, with a bunch of chemicals in front of it and bright-ass sunlight coming through. And that motherfucker decides to hop back there behind the chemicals. And like, he would go... To, Grundy would go down there and just see a massive shadow moving across the room the entire time. But I guess it yep. was... Luckily, that he didn't go down there until after, after dark. Yeah. Very luckily. Yep, so that that pretty much set him right at ease, you know, so... And then he ran out. Like, he's down there. He's filming for, like, what, like, a minute, and he runs out of battery. So he's got to change the battery. Like I said, you would have heard that thing, like, <laughs> shutting down. And, you know, beep, because, beep. because like the battery the tape, the tape makes noise, too, because the tape stops. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it, yeah, the, those things made a lot of noise. So he would have heard that. Yeah, and like I said, he's hiding in a freaking window. So with he's got his chemicals, these big chemical jugs in front of him. It's like, how small is this kid? They're supposed to be, like, teenagers, right? This is not like a five-year-old. You no. Know, this, win- this windowsill is not like 12 by 14. It's a freaking basement window, you know? It's like, I think they exaggerated the size just, just for the sake of putting him in there. Yeah, those things are like a foot deep. Yeah. We've all seen these windows, right? They're like yes. a foot deep. And he had these jugs up there. And then you have a, a 14-year-old child up there hiding behind them. Those jugs, the whole time, it just can be yep. falling off. They Unless he opened the window... <laughs> Stuck his ass like, out. Like it was a bay window or something in the basement. <laughs> yeah, suddenly it was like five times the size. <laughs> um, and then he's videotaping Grundy, who goes down there, and this is what we were getting to earlier. He he opens up the body of a guy, and then he pours like fucking like chicken gizzards into his body, and then wood chips, and he's eating chips on his own too. Off yeah. the body. <laughs> he was eating chips off the body the whole way down. He's wheeling them in, just eating like tortilla <laughs> chips off him. I'm like... You, get, you, you want a snack? The guy's an animal. He doesn't even, He's eating plain tortilla chips and no salsa. That's a psychopath right there. They always have that one in a horror movie where the mortician is always eating like a sandwich or something. It happens yes. all the time. 
Yeah. Well, he was eating pizza before that. We didn't mention it earlier. Oh, yeah. The first, when he, when he brought the librarian down there, he's just drinking a Pepsi, you know, nice little product placement, the can label faced out, and he's just eating pizza while he's freaking, you eating know, he's ready to bomb this woman. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. As, as he's flirt talking her. Yeah, and, and he was hitting on her too. And the bitch was so cold shouldered, she didn't even respond. What a bitch. I know. God, Typical. she wouldn't even smile. Goddamn, what a Karen. God, fucking Karen. She's Luckily, she's dead. <laughs> she can't talk to a manager that way. This is when uh, the octogenarian shows up. What's his name? Yes, Mr. Grundy. Mr. Grundy, okay. Grundy's the pharmacist. Remember when I thought he was looking at the Grundy in the porno mag? Because he's like, Mr. Yep. Grundy. And he's looking at the, he's got the spread, like the three-page spread pulled out. I'm like, he's a, does he only have magazines of himself? <laughs> like, Why is Mr. Grundy in the porno mag? Is, is nobody questioning this plot point? <laughs> Ugh. He's got the bow ties Octogenarian's everywhere. Octogenarian's gone wild. <laughs> Pharmacist's gone wild. <laughs> you kids like my bow tie? And Why only my I'm bow tie? <laughs> Ooh. It's in my adult diaper. <laughs> oh, God. I just picture one of the spreads is someone changing him. Oh. <laughs> He's got his legs up in the air. <laughs> you know the worst thing about that is that that is, a, that is an actual like fetish like in the world. That is like there's like grown ass people that like to wear like diapers and act like babies. Some that of us are like, into that. That is insanity. <laughs> like, Mr. Grundy is one of that's what it is. That's what it is. That's why old people they got big butts, man. It's them, them adult diapers. I was ruined by the show also on HBO called Real Sex growing up. Yep. And you realize people are into fucking anything. Oh yeah. It's like what would turn off most people? Yeah, I'm into that. <laughs> like, why? There's so much other shit to be into. Yeah, what what is wrong? What the fuck is wrong with you? Then as soon as I say what is wrong with somebody else, I look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, ah, I would just stop talking if I was you. <laughs> Once you take your shirt off in the mirror after 30 or after 35, somewhere in there, you're just like, oh, yeah. Reality sets in every day. See, I was all right up until like three years ago because I'm about to be 40 here in a couple of days. Yeah. And when I, I was still, I was still a pro wrestler at 37. I was 240 pounds. I was lifting seven days a week. And then I started, I, I got, uh, I started staying home with my kid and I was, I was still doing good. Cause I was, uh, a personal trainer on the side and I had a couple clients. And then after I stopped doing that and I stopped working out, it was like, Oh shit. Now I'm like, God damn. I'm like, I go over a speed bump. I'm like, I'm getting hit in the face by my tits. I'm like, what the mother Stop! I th- every time I look in the mirror, I I hear uh, Adam Sandler from Big Daddy when he's yes. like, "Now I have a chocolate shake and my mil- my ass jiggles for like a week." And I'm like, "Yep, yep, yeah." Pizza is just so too damn good. Oh my god, dude! I can like for every Friday night in my house, even during quarantine, has been pizza <laughs> night, right? So like we had we had like uh, the good like frozen ones, and then there's a there's a really good restaurant, uh, Italian restaurant, right by my house. So we we went out, and I know the people that own it, and they they employ you know sometimes restaurants man i've worked in the food service industry people in the food service industry man is hit and miss you know what i mean yeah uh so we ordered from there and everything and yeah man the food is you know i was like oh it was so good to have like you know because i've been cooking you know, cooking everything you know we stocked up on food and all that stuff but so i go out as little as possible but man i was like it was so good to have like takeout <laughs> it was i was like oh especially pizza dude i ate like six pieces i was like such a f-. and then i'm like i wonder why i'm a fat hunk of shit i'm like i just ate six pieces of pizza and like four breadsticks damn yeah quarantine food has been interesting i ordered from pizza hut a little bit ago mm-hmm. and 
they have their contactless delivery where they're supposed to leave it by your front door. Yep. Every time I'm out there, though, and it just yeah. happens to be in the front yard, and I grab it. And they deliver it now in trash bags. So you have a trash, your pizza's wrapped in a trash bag, and the guy's yep. like, here you go. And then he hands me a pen, and I have to sign. Because you have to sign it. Yep. So how the fuck is this supposed to be contactless? If I'm, he's handing me a pen, I'm handing it right back to him. Yeah. See, I'd have my own pen. I mean, I wash my hands the second I get in. Every oh, time yeah, I, dude. I feel like, you know, those uh, showers they have in like nuclear labs where you just sit yes. under. I feel like that's me because every time I like leave the house and come back in, even if check the mail, I'm like, shh, and spray myself down. Yep. Oh, dude, I went. Uh, yeah, I go to the store. Like, I went. To, I went to Walmart. I bought. I bought a TV yesterday. I got my. Uh, I got my Trump money, so I went and bought oh, yeah. a TV. And you know, honestly, it's like everybody's like, "Oh, you went." I was like, "Well, let me let me let me preface this by saying." We took I took six hundred dollars out of it, bought a TV. The rest of it went to bank because my bills are paid. You know, I'm uh, luckily I'm I'm the worst Hebrew with money. Like I swear to God, I, and and I worked in finance, mind you, but my wife is like the finance whiz. So you know, she's like, we can do this. We can get a TV if we want because we we've been waiting like six seven years to get a new TV. I was like, we want a smart TV. So we went and bought a smart TV, which is dope because I got a fifty five inch TV now to play fucking my Nintendo sixty four on, which makes <laughs> it's it gonna look fun. great. Oh, dude, pixels are this big. <laughs> Yep, I was playing it last night. I was like, I'm in heaven, dude. So you have to be two miles away. <laughs> it is. I was like, don't they make wireless controllers for this shit? But no, man, it, it was it was funny though, because like I go to the store and I do. I go to the store, I come home, I bring my stuff in. Like when when I go grocery, if I the few times I went grocery shopping, is I I, I bring everything in, wipe it all down with uh, like Clorox wipes, you know, Lysol it. <laughs> then you know, wait wait a little while, take it in the house, or if it goes in the freezer, it can go in right away because the cold kills whatever you know the bacteria germs on there. Put it right in the freezer. I still wipe it down though, because I'm a germaphobe, and uh, it's it's just funny, man. It's that I get in, I take my clothes off, get in the oh, wow. I, I, I will shower. <laughs> I, get, I take my clothes off, clothes go right in the wash. I'm I wear rubber gloves in the store. I have uh, another like because I take my debit card. I have a bag full of Clorox wipes. My truck. I, I I Clorox wipe my debit card down. Do my hands, my steering wheel, my door handles, and all that shit in my truck. I hate putting my using the card at Walmart, and then you have to put in your pin. I'm like, how do I do this? Yep. I need to See, start I grabbing wear, a wipe. I in wear the rubber wind. gloves, man. That's I, I wear. I got the surgical gloves I wear when yeah. I go in the store. Because if I'm gonna I'm get like, it, it's gonna be through that. Yep. It's gonna that, be that's through touch. That's how it is. Because it'd be like getting gas. Yeah. Like gas pump handles and shit like that. There was like the word they said. That's one of the worst things. Is like the gas pump handles. I'm like, oh yeah. That's why I wear gloves and I get gas. When I go in stores, I kick the, I like don't kick it, but I push it with my foot open. I refuse to touch the handle, and then mm-hmm. I breathe in every time I walk through someone or you know hold my breath. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yep, okay, we're good. <laughs> yeah, I'm. It's it, and you know it's funny, man, because they're like they're talking you know, all these sports events and all the concerts. You know, sports are all canceled right now, except for the WWE, which is like messed up. Because as a, as a former professional wrestler, I'm like, um. If you want to talk about close contact sports, like professional wrestling is the epitome of it, you know. Um, so yeah, I was like, I don't. I don't they don't give a they... shit about their people, though. No, he doesn't no, give them health care. No. <laughs> Fuck no, dude. Yeah, put a Z pack on it, you'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. I had a staph infection for the last six months. Z pack. Here's some steroids. Shut up. Yep. Steroids are like the worst thing you can have right now, <laughs> and I have to go get a steroid shot next week. Yeah. In my oh, spine. You do? Yeah. Yo, if, yeah, for the bat, yeah. And I had to talk to the doctor today. I did this exact same thing earlier with the doctor. Mm-hmm. And he's asking, like, why do you have such a nice setup? I'm like, oh, I do podcasts. And he's like, what are they? I'm like, do I do this? So I'm like, oh, I do TV show reviews. 
and I was telling him about Twilight Zone. He's like, oh, check it out. And he wrote it down. I'm like, oh, this is weird. You're my doctor. <laughs> I don't want you to think about something I said and then laughing while you're putting a needle in my spine. <laughs> like, just wait till after my, next week. <laughs> my, my dentist used to watch my YouTube channel. What is with it, that? Because Frank said the same thing, my co-host for the Twilight Zone review. His doctors yeah. do it. <laughs> he was Okay, so my dentist was amazing because he was a huge Walking Dead fan, right? And the first time I ever went to his office, we start talking. And I was like, I was like, you know, he's like, hi, I'm Dr. Black. And I'm like, and he's black. And I look at him, I'm like, <laughs> I'm patient white. <laughs> I just, I was like, really, man? He just laughed. He goes, yeah, I know. He goes, go ahead. It's, it's okay. He goes, I get that. He goes, every time I, I introduce myself, I'm Dr. Black, they look at me like, really? Is this a, is this a work? I'm like, yeah, trust me. I'm like, that. I was like. Well, I was like, okay, so I guess I wanted to say I'm Mr. White, but I didn't. Um, but no, he was he was really cool. We, we'd sit there and we'd talk about Walking Dead and shit like that. Then he found out I worked because I was a DJ at the time. And he said, oh, you work at the radio? He, was like, he goes, your voice is familiar. I'm like, yeah, I said, I'm on a couple of radio stations. He goes, which one? I'm like, 99.1 and uh, was it 102.3? Yeah, 102.3. Oh, okay. I, I tried to put the one out of my mind, man. That goddamn pop station. Ugh, oh no. yeah, yeah. Try, yeah. Be, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like everything but that kind of music. And yeah, it's like I, I worked there for like on that pop station for like five years. Couldn't do it. Like, hey, here comes the next song by Katy Perry. Yeah. Put, yeah I want to blow my brains out. <laughs> oh, dude, it huh. was, it was, it was bad. I got a. But see, Saturday nights are my thing because I do my I do a thing. I had my own show on Saturday nights. I called it. I switched it up from six to ten and called it the flip side. And I do stories and like you know funny shit. Like I you know because it was just me and I could take my time and mix it all up. And that's what I used to do on Saturday nights. I would do it, and I got kicked off the air. And uh, I had another guy who was on my <laughs> podcast when I first started. Um, we DJed together in this radio station. And we were both, you know, we were, I was like, what, 30, 34 when I started there, and he was about 30. And I was like, hey, let's, you know, let's see if we can get him to let us go live. We went live together, like, one time. Killed it, dude. The station got, like, a ton of calls. Like, they're like they put us on Friday night, and they never let us do it again because the program director got mad because we were funnier than him. Because oh. he, he was the morning DJ. You can't do shit he in got, the morning. He got, he got jealous. So... FM FM was I, I much prefer doing like YouTube and podcasts. FM actually paid money, yeah, but yeah. But the but the problem with FM radio is you got to deal with the FCC. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't and do that. Obviously, no, no, no. It was it was very difficult for me. I got suspended from the air like two or three times. Yeah, I couldn't deal with that. I don't handle that shit well. No, but um, I was just looking. Uh, in two months, a month, like six weeks, I've uh, been doing the Twilight Zone podcast for five years. I oh, just, really? I, yeah, it's crazy. Nice. That show's been on for quite a while. Which <laughs> is funny because there's five seasons of the show and we'll be done by then. So, so are you? you so you've done the original. One. Are you going to do? The We're almost new, done. Oh, you're almost done. But are you going to do the new ones, uh, the Jordan Peele ones? We we did season one already. Oh, um, you did, okay, you did, yeah. you did do that. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to keep up with that because there's a bunch of new listeners that piled in, you know, because of the new series. So I wanted yeah. to cover that as well. So we've done okay. four, the original four seasons, uh, Jordan Peele season. Right now we're working our way through the original season five. Okay. Um, Adam's been on a bunch. Um, yeah, we're, I think we have, we have 30 episodes left, which is just crazy. Because I started that alone in my room, bored one night and drunk out of my mind. <laughs> That's how my podcast started. <laughs> yeah. 
and it's led here because I. You should get your dentist on my Walking Dead podcast. <laughs> I was I was just sit, I was just sitting here and I was just talking into my phone. That's how it started on Anchor. That's how my, that's how my shit started. Yeah. And but yeah, that's it, it is. It, it, I I wanted to start one back in like 2015, but I just never I never did, and I I just waited. And like I said, I I wish I would have done this when I was in professional wrestling because. I would have, it would have gotten me over more and I would have been, you know, more, I would have had more recognition on a wider Definitely, scale, yeah. you know, but I was just like, I was so, it was, I don't know. It, it's kind of it's something that, that takes up a lot of time. So both yeah, of them, it, both of them. Between, between lifting, between lifting and like being on the road. And then I was DJing and still working full time at the dealership doing finance when I was wrestling was like, so my, and then, you know, still I have a family. You're like so Roger from American dad. You have like seven lives at once. Oh, dude, I, I, if I ever got like complete immunity, I would write a book. <laughs> I would have to get immunity. I just from, need like, that deal first. I, 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 will, I would have to get immunity from so many people, like including my wife, to, uh, to ever be able to write the book that I would, <laughs> that I would want to write. But uh, yeah, no. <laughs> so those, those mem- that, that might be Patreon shit. I don't know for later. <laughs> well, stay tuned for that. Where yeah. are we with the show, by the way? <laughs> I have no idea. We oh oh like thirty minutes. The ago. kid, the kids in the window. Yeah, uh, yeah. Data was hiding in the window. Yeah. Then the <laughs> snake uh, Grundy comes in, and he's because the the kids found out found some uh, paperwork that was written in giant sharpie letters that says five thousand. Oh, those were, those were Seba- Sebastian the Undertaker. That was his invoices. Yep, and they they dropped those off to Grundy at the pharmacy. Yeah. yeah. So yes. Grundy shows up all pissed off, like you've been fucking me over for years, and then um, he pulls a gun on Grundy. Or pulls a gun on the Undertaker. Uh, Sebastian turns around and he's like, "Oh, I, I have, I have proof right here." And he swings the the, the big uh, sledgehammer at him, hits him in the face. It's like a meat tenderizer. I'd be dead. That old man was like, "Oh, ow, oh, what the hell?" <laughs> I wasn't a fan of that. No, thank you. I won't take another one of those. Still alive. He ties him down to the bed and then um, he pours acid in his face, in his mouth, <laughs> with some rubber gloves. And you had some issues with that. I did just because, like I said, I've, I've used those kind of chemicals before when I was doing washes on the hulls of boats because I worked in the marine industry for ten years, and I'm like, no, that shit. Trust me, that that he can't just pour it like the gloves. If he didn't get it that much on his gloves and he took them right off after, like, but if you leave those on, that will burn right through those. I mean, they've got to be like weapons grade, like rubber for that not, acid not to melt through there. It might have been like Alka Seltzer. <laughs> like, the guy had a horrible reaction to it and spit yes, up blood. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I was like, is, is he throwing up? Is that Sherbert? Yeah, he's so old. He <laughs> ate some spaghetti the night before and it was still in his stomach a little bit. He spit up a little marinara sauce. That's great. I just ate spaghetti tonight. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun thinking about that all night. You're laying in Son bed. Picture <laughs> that. Takes him out to settle your stomach before bed. And next thing you know, <laughs> wife's That's sucking good. out your guts with a vacuum. That's going to leave a mark. Good <laughs> yeah. thing we got him shot back. At this point, after he's dead, instead of trying to save a life, the kids jump out after he's dead, and they're like, hey, motherfucker, we got cameras. All four of them. I don't know how the fat kid got back in there. Um, I guess it's hours later, so he just walked in the front door. I had some real issues with this scene, because all four kids have cameras that recorded it all. He's standing there without a weapon, and just going, give me the camera. Give me the camera. And I'm like, this only works. The only time you have leverage at this point is if literally just one of those kids runs out with a camera. Because at least you still have footage. Yep. The other kids might die, but what are the odds? Because now he's, you know, he's still fucked either way. 
but at least you could tell the truth. If all of them stay there, they have zero leverage. He can kill all of them and be fine. Yep. And then they just stand there, and then he pulls the knife, or he pulls the gun, doesn't he? <laughs> and then they. Well, he had the knife first, and then yeah. he picked the gun up. And guy, he, when he finally got mad, he's like, "I've had enough, of you kids." He picked up the little thirty-eight snub nose. Yeah. And then the kid throws the dead body lady at him, <laughs> and knocks him back, and then the kid's holding the vacuum hose, and apparently that kid is like a fucking steel wall because they push yeah. the body at him, at, uh, the Undertaker, Undertaker toward him, and just goes in his stomach. I'm like, did that kid? That you have to, you would have to force it in so hard. How sharp is the end of that fucking <laughs> like? I mean, I know you're putting it in a chest cavity, but normally before you would insert that in, I would think, even in this fictional world we're we're discussing, he would probably have to make an incision to put that in. Or when they showed him having early, the chest was open, I believe, yeah. on the one woman. It wasn't so like he, where it spiked up and then went back down. You know, it was just yeah. a, like a vacuum hose. Yeah. And they just jam that right through his like chest cavity. Yeah. Or his, like, Hoover would have cavity. so many lawsuits if they made it like that. Oh. Can you imagine how many kids would have got impaled on vacuum cleaners? Back how many in the kids day? would cut their dicks off because they get curious? <laughs> God, <laughs> that's gonna leave a mark. Oh, look, now you're a eunuch. Yeah. Well, you have a lot less to worry about. You could be in a cult now. You could tell your grand your kids about the. Oh no. Yeah. Never oh, mind. Shit. Well, there's always adoption. I mean. You're not going to find a partner because you're... <sighs> yeah. Have you heard what of strap-ons? What do you have to offer? I'm a great conversationalist. <laughs> a cunning <laughs> linguist, if you, if you <laughs> yeah. will. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the fucking kids <laughs> kill the guy and <laughs> suck his guts out and it spews into the sink. First, it goes in that weird little bubbler that reminded me of those... Uh, like vacuum cleaners that kids have where they spin and it's like, pop, 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 yep. pop. Reminds like me of that. Got one of those little poppers. Yeah. Up. And then he goes into the sink, and then he's like, he's still trying. His guts are going into the sink, and he's still like, all right, let me turn this bitch off. Let me grab that. Ah, <laughs> oh, I'm dead. Part of my lower intestine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my spleen. Ah, shit. <laughs> yeah, he, he tries for a while. The pancreas is gone. We're done. <laughs> ah, fuck. Game over. All right, bye. <laughs> bye, kids. You That's win. It. Tip your waitress. I mean, there's no way I can. Even if I got up and turned it off, what am I going to do to you guys? <laughs> yeah. At this point, half my fucking guts are down the drain. I mean, I'm just going to lay here and bleed out anyway. What, are you going to chase down three agile kids and plus the fucking heart attack risk over here? What, am I going to chase them down? That's not going to happen. <laughs> no. Kid that needs life alert at all times. The fucking Goonies got away. Goddamn Goonies. The, yeah, he gets, he gets killed. And the kids, the only one that reacts is uh, me. And where he's like, oh my god, like we just killed a person. The other ones are just like sitting there. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Cause you think they'd be like, oh my god, we just killed a guy. And we recorded him killing him, then we killed him. Like we should they should have a little bit of reaction. They're like, yeah, whatever. You know, like you said, you were the only one that reacted. Then turns around and oh look, she's smiling. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. The librarian was smiling. After, <laughs> yeah, the dead lady. Uh, old Sebastian died. The dead lady, yeah. She'd been on the table. He is not an efficient fucking mortician. You're, you're supposed to put them back in the cooler if you're not putting makeup on them. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't just leave the body out. It tends to stink after a while. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a rotting corpse. Yeah. Well, you, you take the organs out, you put in some embalming fluid, and then you have to start at that point and work on that body. Yeah. And that's it. But he's working on all different bodies and never putting them in the freezer. I never saw a freezer. He's just got whatever. Like, like as far as I do with podcasts where 
I have a, I got like a, a cork board right here full of different shows. Like you can't do that mm-hmm. with dead bodies; they'd be rotting like crazy. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. Uh, no, he did have. He did not have any freezers down there. I was like, this is like. This is the cheapest set for a morgue I've ever seen. There's like nowhere to free. Like the body comes in and it's got to be done like that day. Like it's that you work on it from start to finish. There's no in between. I mean, you can have some in between if you get them late in the day. We just put them in the freezer though. Yeah, but there was no freezer there. There was no freezer. So therefore, that guy's just like, yep, this smells normal. Anyway, um, <laughs> family's going to love this during the funeral. <laughs> like, we'll just put some potpourri in with the wood chips and be fine. I just picture like, uh, the funeral home, like the actual funeral upstairs that's happening. And it's just like all his family or her family sitting there crying and like, Oh, she was a good librarian. And just like true detective season one, just thousand air fresheners hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> it's like covered <laughs> a smell. <laughs> yeah. We had, we have, what's the, what are those air fresheners for? We have that of an accident. I, uh, forgot about it downstairs cause some kids were pestering me. You know, these damn kids caught on to the fact that I was, you know, in cahoots with the pharmacist and we were killing people for profit. But, you know, that's neither here nor there nor anywhere. Coincidentally, uh, I'd say almost unrelated, we have uh, four child funerals happening later today, so we need to hurry out of here. Uh, I yeah. will not going to admit what happened there, but we need to get out of She's dead, right? Librarian's dead? Okay. I don't know why her nose is like that. Let's get out of here. Yeah, She wasn't a pug, was she? <laughs> yeah. Is he going to fix the nose? Is is she related to Scottie Pippen with that nose? What the fuck? Flat and wide. I love if I bring up Scottie Pippen to my mom. She starts going, Scottie Pippernickel. That's what she used to call him. (laughs) Because I was, I'm a a Bulls fan. Uh, Yeah. So she got sick of me talking about him. So she started calling him that. So I'd shut up. (laughs) See, I'm I'm an old school Pistons fan, man. That's like, I I grew up with like the bad boys, like Joe Dumars, Isaiah Thomas, and Lambeer, Rodman, Sally, and all them guys. That was the first team I grew up with. Yeah, I would say yeah, because you're a uh, you're you're a murder mitten uh, resident. at one time. Then I was like, uh, we went to Detroit, then we went to Chicago, and I go, okay, yeah, (laughs) I get it. Yeah, I see what's going. I was I was born right in between them, like right in the middle. But my first my first jersey was a Michael Jordan though. That was the first one I ever bought myself was a Jordan because like Jordan was the shit as a kid. You know, like I, I grew up you know watching him and Magic and Bird. So you know what's weird yeah, is I have two Michael Jordan jerseys. None of them are Bulls. <laughs> I was walking out of work one day and some guy was selling jerseys in the back of a shitty convertible, <laughs> and he sold me a Michael Jordan White Sox jersey from like the minor league team he was on. Which I'm a White Sox fan, so that worked out well for me. Uh-huh. And a, well, uh, Michael Jordan, Washington Wizards or Washington Bullets? No, it was Wizards when he took it over. It was the Wizards, yeah. He it was Wizards. Wizards, yeah. So I have a Wizards jersey, it's, and they're like quadruple or you know seven XL. They're massive. <laughs> Looks like a goddamn throwback skirt. I could wear them to sleep and like like a little girl <laughs> down to my knees. <laughs> Those things are massive. But you know what? They were like three dollars each. I'm like, fuck yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I've st- I've still got them all. I like my closet over here is I got like I don't know it's like 30 35 40 jerseys in there That's about between I got my N- between my NFL and my NBA and my major league baseball ones which are basically all Yankee jerseys so gross <laughs> I have 60 hats Yep that same thing I got I have I have a collection of baseball hats but I only wear like my Phoenix two. Suns hat I got my tiger my tiger's hat always I usually wear on the air is sitting over there with my with my uh my place to be reviewed shirt. 
My, it's my wardrobe for the show. <laughs> I have a Twilight Zone shirt. I should wear that when, when I record that. Every time I look at it, I go, that's going to be my recording shirt. I've never once done it. Never <laughs> once. It's never happened. It, it always just depends on my level of inebriation when I start the recording. You know, like when yeah. I go live. Normally, like when I go live in the air, it depends on what show I'm Like if it's a, like my Monday night show, I'm usually pretty lucid. Yeah, see? I need in between. I'm gonna I'm gonna go grab a refill on my. I'm only having a couple <laughs> glasses of wine tonight, because well, bottles. I'll, no, no. I, oh, I, I'm, a, I'm having I'm a couple a, bottles. I'm a classy broad. I got it out of the box. I uh, hey, nothing wrong with the nothing wrong with the box. Um, no. I uh, <laughs> for the listeners, <laughs> I just looked the bottle head in front of him. Uh, <laughs> If I don't drink, because uh, I'm in so much pain right now, it's yeah. I would not be. I'd be like, yes. Then he killed him. <laughs> okay, and I take pauses between everything. Cause I'm like, mm, like, yeah. <laughs> so I have to. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, that's the. Oh, it goes from her smile in this episode. <laughs> Let's talk about the episode again. Uh, it goes from her smile to uh, the director's chair, and we see the crib keeper turn around, and he looks great. Yep. He's held up. Yeah. I, I, we watched the last episode, and I was shocked to reveal that there were six puppeteers for him. Really, that's what it, that's, six. Well, I mean, that's pretty. That's an intricate, intricate puppet thing. Yeah, so I, I mean, I, I can believe they that. got the guy in the radio controls of the eyes. They have the guy mm. controlling the head, and you can tell the different arms. His legs are just like folded over each other. You could tell, but yeah, that's it's. It looks so good. It really does. One of one of my favorite Tales from the Crypt things they did was uh, they did a behind the scenes thing that Bobcat Goldthwait Holst did, and have you ever seen that? No, it, it I might have it though. The, it it was a behind the scenes Tales from the Crypt episode, and Bobcat Goldthwait was uh, like interviewing the Crypt Keeper, and they did like all these cut scenes, and they were like they would show the crew members, and the Crypt Keeper would leave a set, and then the crew one of the crew members would be dead. Hey there. Oh, let's see if it's this. No, I have one of the special features on here. It was it was it's really fun. it was like a probably like a half hour to forty five minute special. It was really funny. This is a good time to talk about this sort of stuff because um, uh, this is your first time on. I, I hope yeah. you'll be back. So let's. What are your? Do you remember any episodes off the top of your head? Yes. Well, and yes, specifically, do. where are they? I'm curious. I don't. I don't know the title, but I know that's the, fine. I don't know um, them either. The, the cast. Uh, it was an episode with Katie Segal. And I can't remember the actor's name, although I do remember he played, um, he was on Seinfeld. He's been on a ton of stuff. Little short guy, kind of bug eyes. Him and George got into an oh. argument over back. The guy that looks like Ray Romano? Game. No, no, no. Really short, shaved head. Okay, no. Okay, um, sorry. He got into an argument with George about if you can back into a parking space or pull in head first. Jerry ended up slamming his hands in the trunk of a car and broke his thumbs. Uh, Mike something was his name. He called Jerry a phony. Or something like that, and Jerry got all mad at him. And he's he a great was, big phony. <laughs> this guy's a phony. <laughs> all right, geez, this guy's still out in front of the house, Lois. So thought I'd uh, set volleyball set you up for that one. So anyway, yeah. You, oh, you you did. You set that right up right there. Good job. Good job. Way to way to serve it up to me. I can get above the rim, unlike Peter. That 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 hunk is he's he's rooted to the ground. Shut up, Cleveland. But anyway, no. Uh, so that that uh, guy ended up bashing in uh, Katie Segal's head with a guitar at the end of the episode, and I just that one. And there's a uh, there's one that's it's kind of a Shakespearean. Uh, it's it's about like this guy's an actor and he's he he wants the lead role so bad he kills the lead actor. I don't know if you remember that one. And it, it 
I can't. I I wish I could remember what season was. There's just like I I I remember just bits and pieces of these episodes. Yeah, it, I remember. Like if you were to bring something up, like the second one you mentioned, maybe. But it, it's not there, you know. But I yeah. I the only I remember two. One was is very very little. How much I remember a poker player. And he's in this like weird shady casino, and I don't remember what they bet though. I just remember watching that one a couple times, and that's literally all I remember. Mm. Um, I can't remember if it's the one that Tarantino directed in uh, Four Rooms. If you ever seen that movie, where they're taking a finger if you lose a bet. There's a movie I don't called. Think I have. There's a movie called Four Rooms, and it's four okay. different stories, four chapters. Each director okay. did it one. Robert Rodriguez does one of them. He has the best one. Okay. And Tarantino did the last one. And they're betting on something, and then if you lose, you lose a finger. Okay. That's the whole thing. I, I think that was based off of Tales from the Crypt, and I think it's that one. The one I actually remember, though, is I don't remember the setup for it at all. I just remember the part where the guy gets, like someone builds a house to trap this guy in, and he's trying to get out. And the only way out is to run, and he has two walls built really close together, and he has razor blades glued in the inside or you know, however they're in there. Yeah. And it's just enough for you to fit through, but then he loses a dog on the guy, and then so he has to fucking hurry. <laughs> yeah, oh. it's brutal. That's what that's what I remember the show, and now I'm watching it, going, "Oh, this is so like comedic and not not serious." And because the dog's not going to give a shit if it jumps, it's not going to know what a razor blade is, so it's still going to try to bite you. It'll fuck you up. And I'm like, no matter what, this guy's fucked at this point. And I remember that going, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so I'm waiting for that. And I wonder if it's one of those false memories I have where that was something completely different. <laughs> but I'm pretty I sure have, it was Twilight or Tales from the Crypt. I have I have some weird like I was thinking I was like trying to remember this. I was like, what the hell? I was trying to think of this horror movie. It popped into my head. This weird ass looking vampire is like blue, and I'm like, oh shit. Then the other day I see something on just happened across it on YouTube. It was Salem's Lot. Oh, and I, we, I was we t- thinking of we talked about uh, Tobe Hooper the other day on your on your podcast. Yep. You direct him. Uh, a lot of '70s movies, and uh, mm-hmm. we watched. We were talking on for uh, Poltergeist. Yeah, he also did yep. Sam's Lot. He did a couple Stephen King movies. He did that and The Mangler. Oh, the oh god, The Mangler! I haven't seen that one in forever. And he did I one was, more. I forget what that was. Um, Mangler's not good. No, <laughs> no. Is that the one? With, was Robert England in that one? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. Was that? Was that it, was like it, the was, machine would pull people in, and that was it. Yep. I'm like, just yep. stay away. Like again, like Jaws, like you're wearing a shirt right now. Says Jaws. I'm like, just yeah. stay away from the machine. Just don't yep. decommission it. You're fine. What was, that was it Night Shift with the big ass rats? Was that a Stephen King? One? Yeah, that was Stephen King. Y- you remember that? Movie, I remember the man? book had a hand that was bandaged up and had an yes. eyeball right here. Yes, and it freaked me out. There's also in that movie, um, the the gate, the gate. With Stephen Dorff. Yeah, Stephen Dorff yeah, like, stabs it out. Frost. Yeah, he stabs it out. Yeah, dude, that The Gate is such an underrated uh, classic. That's man. a great uh, movie. Eighties horror movie, dude. Yes, and I haven't I, seen I the gotta sequel. Say, I'm a huge, I'm a huge Stephen Dorff fan just because of Blade and that movie right there, The Gate. I loved his show Deputy that was on Fox. Oh and yeah, they can't they canceled it. I was so pissed. Yeah, you you talked about how you watched that show. You did a review of it, right? Um, I never, I never, you never get it, it for the channel. Uh, I talked about it a little bit on one of my podcasts, I think. Um, you could tell they're going to cancel it. It didn't feel like they were pitching it enough. You could tell yeah. they're kind of like, "Here's this. Let's see if it catches fire." And it was so good, though. Was it? You know, 
and and the 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 kind of because I'm I, I you know do the whole I'm in the, like the Phantom Menace, and a lot everybody was like, how do you like that show? It's woke, it's woke. I'm like, okay, let let me break it down to you. I can deal with a certain level of of whatever you know the the quote unquote wokeness is, as long as the remainder of the show is good. And Stephen Dorff was still like a straight up old school alpha male type. He just happened to have a few progressive social values that I happened to share. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was like I didn't really take like it didn't take it too far. Even with the one the one girl in the uh short what's her name? Taylor Bex Clausen, who's this like she's kind of a little hottie. She is. And she played like Hold on, when you say uh, little, how old are we talking? She's are you are point. you being a grundy right now? No, dude, she was like in her like probably like twenty five, twenty six, okay, okay, years okay. old. Um, a lot of hot girls out here, kids. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, but I mean, a little because like she's like kind of like a shorter statured woman. You know, I'm six three, so I mean, you know, she was short, but uh, yeah. you know, she played like a badass like female character on the show who was a lesbian. I'm like, no big fucking deal. But then she's like, I'm not a woman, and I'm not, and I'm like still like I'm like you know what? Like normally I, I make fun of that shit, but I'm like. I'm I'm cool with it because I like the character. The character was fleshed out. You know what I mean? So Yeah, it depends it, on how you it, do it. Not not Brie Larson know, talking about how this is a feminist movie and there's zero If I was a female and watched this movie, I think I'd be insulted. You yeah. think this is what Annihilation came out I think the same year or maybe the year before and that's that's a female empowerment movie. All four main characters are female and they actually yeah. work on their like they're scientists and they're smart and they go into this mm-hmm. place being very brave. And then we have Brie Larson, who, and her character doesn't do a goddamn thing. I'm like, that is so not the way it should be. No, no, that was that was. She is like the I, I don't know, like the the fakest. Like she's like the televangelist of feminists. Like I don't really think she is. even believes it. No, I really don't. Which, I think she did it because she said something once money, on money, accident. Money. I don't That's even money. think it's that. I really think she said something kind of on accident as a joke, and then someone was like. Some some someone championed her as the leader, and she's like, "All right," and didn't believe in it to begin with. That's what it seems like to me. I should send you some of the screenshots of the the comments I get on my YouTube because I do a lot of Brie Larson videos on my YouTube channel because it's it's like it's picking low hanging fruit, but sometimes it's like I just want to troll my haters. You know what I mean? (laughs) I I do. I just want to troll them sometimes, and it's like my you know I don't have a huge following, but. I get people hate watching me and it's like when you've done when you when you get that and I was a heel as a professional wrestler so I'm like oh if I know I'm pissing you off I'm just going to keep twisting that knife <laughs> I'm just going to keep Oh doing definitely it. yeah. So I did I did a whole MCU review and I and I did the video straight like I wasn't really making jokes or anything I did it straight as like these are the updates and stuff like that and I get to Captain Marvel too and I'm like hey nobody cares about this dog shit and just skipped over it I'm just like and I played you know a clip of Brie Larson going Bleh! from her movie you know that ugly ass face she does when she's yelling at the one scroll before she beats up a whole like squad of them yeah that i watched that movie twice for free i never paid for it i watched it twice captain marvel and i'm like yeah yeah me too only only once though (laughs) it's 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 horrible it's if you even just take brie larson out of the movie and you just critique the movie as as a marvel movie that's what i did i didn't give a shit it it, no it's bad it's 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 boring it's a five out of ten popcorn flick that you're not going to remember when you leave the theater. That's what I'm saying. Why is that the movie? That and Ghostbusters 2016 are the two movies championed by feminists. Like, now I don't. I don't even think it's feminist. I think it's people who want to sound like they are on the side of feminist. Yep. Of feminism. They just virtue signal, man. And Ghostbusters That's- is fucking terrible. 
It's it's yep. not funny. It's it's no. they don't shut the fuck up the entire movie. No. And you watch Ghostbusters, the original one. They're men, and but they have smart jokes, and there's moments of silence, and then you can tell everything's crafted, and like, this is not the movie to be behind, guys. I'm sorry. No. No. Like you, you backed the wrong horse in that one. I mean, yeah. of course, you have Paul Feig that directed it, and I'm, this is why I'm torn because Paul Feig did a lot of episodes of The Office, and yeah. I love The Office. Oh yeah. But but to me. Those characters and that and he doesn't have to make like alpha males in that office setting. Like he knows how to direct like a lot. And and I'm not saying those guys were like beta males, but they weren't like your they weren't the warehouse guys. You know, the warehouse guys were basically much like macho archetype characters. And why did you know? Ghostbusters need to be feminized? It's not like it was it, the it sign didn't. of the jocks movie. It was four schlubby comedians playing scientists. It wasn't you know what I mean? It yeah. wasn't like fucking Rambo or or something no. like that. Like, why is that the movie you need to feminize? I, it, we could talk about this all day, but let's. <laughs> Leslie Jones is horrible. Uh, Kate McKinnon is not funny. Um, what's what's uh, I, lo- L- I like Melissa Kristen McCarthy. Wig. Yeah, I like, I like Kristen Wiig, and I like I li- actually liked uh, Kate McKinnon in there. See, I I just did I couldn't get behind her character at all. That's how and, most people are, but I liked it. I don't know. Um, Melissa McCarthy was just like she's like the female Kevin James. Oh God, that's that's her. She's just fatty go boom boom. That's that's her whole shtick though. You know, uh, we talked about this on the other night, and I think it's your podcast where the Australian actress she wouldn't be famous if she didn't have the Australian accent. Rebel Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'd just be an average chubby chick with no with an American chubby chick with no accent. I've been shaking up this uh, hopper. Let's go ahead and draw. Let's do it. Otherwise, we'll talk all day about this. Yeah. Um, do you want to do your plugs while I'm doing this? Yeah. Um, you can find me over on ETEP Wakulian's The Place to Be Reviews on YouTube. That's the channel right there. Uh, we're on Facebook, The Place to Be Reviews. Also, The Place to Be Reviews God. fan page. Uh-oh, I see he's not happy with one of you, Drew. You can follow us on Twitter at The Place to Be RE1, on Instagram at TB2BR. What'd you draw, brother? Oh, God, I'm scared. Oh, you remember how I said there's different shows on here? Yeah. So we are going to watch next, because uh, you're going to be on as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I drew N34, which was New Tales from the Crypt, episode 208, Growing Pains, which is the cartoon. Okay. All right. All right. I've, I haven't seen the cartoon in... Did you used to watch it, though? I, 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 I think... I, I want to say I've seen a couple episodes. It wasn't anything I watched, like... Straight through, you know, like every yeah. episode. I, I did watch it, not kind of like you, where it was it was on a lot, and I watched yeah. it. It was on ABC, I want to say. I think so. Um, so it, but it's that's a lot closer to like Goosebumps, like or like a, you know, it's a it's a Saturday morning cartoon version of this. So there's no swearing, nothing like that, and it's gonna be very yeah. tame. <laughs> but at least we're getting a cartoon out of the way because there's a lot. I, I randomly chose them and put them up on the board, and there's like 15 of the cartoons, or 18. So it's almost a third of them. I'm like, how the fuck are all these on here? So at least we're getting one of them out of the way. Um, but yeah, well, uh, go, go check out where you can find him. Um, for me, just go to LAWstudios.com, Loitering in Wonderland on YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe there. And yeah, that, that might be it here. Any parting words of wisdom on this uh, on this classic episode, <laughs> Undertaking Pallor? Oh, God. Um, just don't. Uh, I, I guess just always be wary of a pharmacy owner that wears snakeskin shoes and a bow tie. Okay. 
That's good advice. <laughs> I would say always hang out with a fat kid like Chunk. That way you're going to run faster than him. I don't have to be the fastest one here. I just yeah. have to be faster than the fat kid. Exactly. So that's good advice, right? So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this, episode, this podcast is about learning. And we're we teaching, learned that. We're teaching lessons <laughs> yeah. here. It's a, it's, a, it's a teaching moment. <laughs> so until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Utepo Kuyan. Uh, so long, citizens. <laughs>